Welcome back and thank you for listening to another Vegan Academy podcast today. I present you the host of the Vegan Academy podcast. It is me. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I hope you're all having a great day um, and everything is going well for you at the moment. Also, this podcast will be just me. I thought it would be interesting to bring you along my experience or my journey when it comes to intermittent fasting, something that I have been doing pretty much consistently over the last three plus years. For me, a very intuitive way of eating, but more on that in a little bit. I just want to bring you along in the process and my experience of like, why am I doing this? Why I'm, why do I do intermittent fasting? Uh, as well as like some of the benefits that it brought me and how you can apply it to your own life as well, if this is something that you're interested in. Because I know intermittent fasting, even till this day, it's still a pretty popular topic and it can it has a lot of benefits for your health, for uh, your mental health as well. So I just want to share my own experience and hope you can get something out of that today. So with no further ado, let's dive into it. First of all, I want to share how I actually got started with intermittent fasting. So roughly three plus, no, almost four years ago now, actually, I started to experiment with cutting out animal products from my diet. So I was transitioning toward, uh, towards being vegetarian. <laughs> Slowly after, I also transitioned to being vegan. So one thing that I really noticed when I just transitioned was my kind of obsession with food, so to say. As in, uh, if you listen to other uh, previous podcasts that I did, I was always a very bad poor eater, not eating a lot of color, not eating pretty much any vegetables, um, nearly as much as fruit. So I had a very poor diet and I switched into eating all these plant foods basically pretty fast. In like a half year or so, I learned to eat pretty much everything that I didn't eat before. So. That went rather fast, but me being very active, me uh, building up my physique, me being yeah focused on my health and well-being in general a lot, I had this belief that I always needed to eat. Also, had this was being fed by all the information out there, all the information that I saw, all the information that yeah I was basically getting in. Yeah, based on the information that was out there, what people said, you need to be eating a lot, you need to be mindful about uh, the, the amount of calories that you get in, it is way harder to gain muscle as a vegan, you have to be mindful about your protein, all these different kind of things. So I was always focusing on eating and I was always busy with my next meal and especially after a workout, I would make sure that I always had something straight after my workout. and it felt like very uh, obsessed almost when it comes to my food and my, my food intake in general. So when I wasn't eating, I was already thinking about eating. And when I did eat, I was never really satisfied, even when I ate very large portions. So that really, that never really felt so, so natural and that never really felt so nice. So when I actually saw people doing intermittent fasting, I got kind of interested in also because I'm someone who really likes to experiment uh, when it comes to health. You know, I like to try out different things for myself and not make an opinion based on just others' point of view, right? I want to base an opinion about something that I actually tried for myself and how that works and how that affects me 
so I can actually say something about it. And that intermittent fasting was definitely one of those things that really got my interest. And one of the things that I never really realized was how easily it was for me to actually not eat breakfast at like a certain time, you know, because a lot of us, we eat probably our first meal between like eight and nine in the morning, some of us even earlier. And then we have our lunch at 12. Um, then we have our dinner around five, six, and that's it. Right? We might have a little snack in between, but that's pretty much it, right? That's how the majority of us eats. So me growing up already, I never really had a strong urge to have breakfast around that time. I would naturally go have my breakfast around 10 to 11, sometimes even later already. But when I was in that process of building up more muscle, I was like, yeah, everyone's talking about how breakfast is so important. You should never skip a breakfast. Um, so if you want to gain more muscle and uh, you want to get a better physique, you should be eating earlier. You should be getting your breakfast in. So that was just one of the things that I thought like, okay, well, yeah, you know, there's probably some truth to this if everyone is saying that. So I kind of like forced myself to eat breakfast. Never really felt so good because I was not hungry at those times. So I would rather have like a light breakfast, like a smoothie or anything. But still, like I was like pushing myself to have breakfast. And as much as I did that from time to time or for, for like pretty much a consistent period of time, I also never really made me feel that good in sense of whenever I did it, I really had to force it. Um, because it was not something that naturally came to me. And as well, I always noticed that when I did have breakfast that early, that it also kind of messed up with my digestion. So to give you some insight in intermittent fasting, for those who don't know it, uh, basically it is about eating in a certain time frame, right? If you want to do intermittent fasting, that means that for a period of time you fast, you don't eat, and for a period of time you, you eat. Um, that's, that's just the basic principle of it. That's why it's called intermittent. But actually, that's how we normally always already eat, right? If you look at an average way of eating, like I said in the beginning, uh, starting at 8, eight o'clock in the morning, finishing at 6, that's already pretty intermittent. You eat for roughly 10 hours a day, and the other 14 hours you fast. So breakfast is just breaking your fast right? Because after the night and you don't eat uh, maybe 10, 12 hours in the morning, you have breakfast, which is just breaking your fast from the previous hours. So it's actually very normal if you look at it. But of course, uh, this, is, this became a whole hype and this became, um, yeah, this became a marketing thing. This became a, a very popular thing to sell also within the fitness community. So for me, I always saw this intermittent fasting as okay so you most people focused on not eating before 12 or not eating before one and then having like a six to eight hour eating window so probably from like 12 to eight or 12 to six that were the hours that you eat and then you don't eat for the rest of the day so for me straight from the beginning that felt very easy and very natural because i like i said i was never so big on having breakfast and also what was one thing, like even though in the beginning it was a little challenging to 
not snack anymore because I was always eating. Like I was going from one meal to another meal from having uh, like just left my plate to already thinking about the next meal. So in the beginning, it was definitely quite challenging to not grab food or not to uh, be busy with food. But I know that intermittent fasting is also huge for not just your the physical th- uh, part of it, but also the mental part of it. Now we'll go into that in a, in a little second, but what I noticed was that my food cravings became a lot less due to me not being busy with food anymore so much. So it was taking up a lot less mental space in general. I think that was for me one of the biggest benefits that I noticed pretty much straight away. And also because it just being for me a way more natural thing, um, my digestion improved a lot. So instead of like, I really noticed like my digestion getting better and better the longer I was doing intermittent fasting. And also my energy levels went up a lot. So the thing is when you have a, when you look at what your body is doing in the morning, when you wake up in the morning, especially in the early hours of the day, seven to 10, eight to 11, those are kind of the hours that your body is doing its heaviest detox. So your body is pushing out all these toxins, it's all pushing out basically your, yeah, your waste and the leftovers from, that it build up throughout the night. So when you are going to eat early in the morning, especially a heavy meal, this is going to interfere with this process. So instead of your body being able to naturally get out of all these toxins and all of this waste, suddenly it gets interrupted and it has to focus its energy on something else. So if you know that your body roughly needs like two and a half thousand calories, uh, whether that is male, female, um, maybe a little bit less when you're female, maybe a little bit more if you are a bigger male, um, roughly 10% of your calories goes to digesting your food. That can even be more, that can even be 15%. If you eat a lot of heavy foods, if you eat a lot of complex foods, a lot of cooked foods, it can often even be more. So if you suddenly have your body not having to digest all of that food, it is a lot easier and actually energy comes free, right? Energy is left. So especially in the morning, like what is the one thing that you want to do? You want to wake up, right? You want to feel energized, you want to be ready for your day. So when you start your day light, you will feel light. And that's definitely one thing that I really noticed as well is that as soon as I started to do the intermittent fasting, within the first weeks, I was feeling so much more energized in the morning because now I wasn't um, putting all this load onto my system and onto my body of having to deal with all these heavy foods in the morning. Instead, it could just run through its normal processes drink a lot of water and feel more energized because of the energy that was actually left. Like we often think that we need to keep on eating, but there's a, we have a lot of reserves and we have a lot of reserves and also our body has just way more energy stores than we actually think. So we can run on way less than we need. And there's this, this old saying that uh, there's a, you eat a big percentage, like a small percentage of it is just to keep you alive and the other is to keep your doctor alive. So if you look at the waste you have on a daily basis, like 
not all of your food is being taken into your body, right? Of course, there's fiber, there's that. It's normal to have some waste, but we eat a lot more than we actually need to eat. And for me, intermittent fasting had everything to do with, so first of all, getting more energized in the morning. Second of all, tuning in more into my natural hunger feelings because I was stepping in, okay, when am I actually hungry? Like, when do I actually want something to eat? Not based on I'm bored or emotional eating, but literally just based on what is my body telling me now? And I think that was for me one of the main processes of doing intermittent fasting because I learned, I got to learn to listen to my body what it needs when it needs it. And also when it's full and when it's satisfied. So because I was not constantly thinking of food anymore, and that was like kind of a gradual process where I, I was eating in more specific windows. I was, um, so first it was kind of like a rule, right? First it was more like a fixed thing that I said to myself, no, you only eat from then to then. And I kept myself to it. Because I was doing that, naturally I felt that I was way less thinking about food and way less busy with food. So it cleared up mental space where I was not suddenly so involved anymore in every meal that I needed to make or every snack that I needed to have or thinking about the next meal or still being hungry after a meal. And suddenly I was just going through my day, not thinking about food, eating when I could and eating when I wanted to. Me being in charge of when I eat and what I eat instead of my body, my body constantly giving me this feedback and the mind constantly saying like, you need to eat, and constantly being busy with it. So that created so much extra space for me that then also I got way more intuitive in sense of learning to listen to my body. So what was very interesting was that when I moved to Gran Canaria, I was often not eating until three, four in the afternoon and eating only just in a very small window, eating maybe two meals a day, a lot of raw, a lot of smoothies. And it felt amazing. Like I never felt, I think, so energetic and so light as um, the time where I was eating mostly raw. Um, so that was very interesting. And I was there doing even way longer in a minute fasting than I'm doing right now. So also there comes in that extra energy that the body has available to uh, give to you that it doesn't need to digest your food. So a few things that I noticed for myself as well were, um, are of course like the health benefits. Like if you, when the, when the body is busy and it is constantly digesting and is constantly occupied in the mind, it cannot do the deep cleaning, right? One of the main benefits for um, fasting and intermittent fasting as well as actually cell renewal. So the body can go really deep into even cleaning out DNA that's not in the first 18 hours, but that's when you prolong it to longer amounts of fasting, is that the body can actually remove damaged cells that normally cannot be removed. And also these damaged cells will be converted into energy. So it will also bring you energy. So that's a super interesting process. And when you, when you look at like some of the benefits that it has when it comes to uh, water fasting as well, 
like in the first 12 to 14 hours, like the ketonus begins. So that means that it reduces like the cellular damage and cell death. So basically just like anti-aging what you're doing because our bodies, they are constantly renewing. They are constantly through a process of repairing cells and broken cells being repaired, broken cells being uh, pushed out, being removed from the body as waste and then new cells being created. So when the body can do that, it actually reduces a lot of inflammation in cells as well. So when you prolong that around 16 to 18 hours, that's really when the fat burning begins. Even if you want to lose some extra weight, like I want to cut down, if you are really into fitness or if you just want to lose weight in a faster and easier way, like intermittent fasting can really work for that. So after that, also in the 20 to 22 hours, that's really when the ketonus boost kicks in and boosts like the BDNF, which helps the support and the production of nerve cells. And it supports the brain to develop like new connections and repair failing brain cells. So it also protects healthy brain cells. So especially if you can push it on a little bit longer and do like an extended fast, that's where when the benefits, the health benefits really stack up. So after 24 hours, more or less, that's when your growth hormones start to spike. So you can even grow more muscle when not eating, right? <laughs> sounds very, <laughs> sounds very um, anti-intuitive, right? From what everything that we have always heard and learned. So to summarize a few of the benefits of intermittent fasting, and we talked already a little bit about the increased a brain activity, like mental clarity, having more focus and productivity, as well as promotion of human growth hormone, the boosting human growth hormone, and of course, the anti-aging properties that it has, the anti-aging function that it can fulfill for the body. But of course, there is more to it. It can boost your metabolism. It can even extend your lifespan and also can really help with reducing risk of heart diseases as well as reducing insulin resistance. So there's many benefits to intermittent fasting and especially fasting in general. So it's an interesting topic that definitely deserves your attention if you, when you are into health, uh, want to improve your well-being as well as your mental health. There's a lot of benefits when it comes to fasting, especially when you do it a little bit longer, but you can do it in many ways. And that's something that I would like to give you now as well is that we tend to look at intermittent fasting as, okay, we started eating at 12, at one, and then we eat until six, eight, something like that, right? But why not reverse it in the opposite way? Because the thing is, is when you eat, the closer you eat to your bedtime, the less you will sleep and the less you will just be knocked out because your body is just too busy with digesting all your food. So if you want to have a proper sleep, if you want to improve the quality of your sleep and especially your deep sleep, it is best to avoid eating at least for the last three hours before you go to bed, a heavy meal, and preferably even a little bit longer than that. So when you keep that in mind and you go to bed at, let's say, 10, 11, and you want to have your last meal somewhere around 6 to 7, right? that would be ideal. 
So if you then count down uh, eight hours or 10 hours, uh, depending on how long the fast you do, you'll probably be eating somewhere from 10-ish around that. But the thing is, it's like you got to find out something that works for you. Uh, there's no set written form in stone that you need to be <laughs> that you need to be doing like oh you can only do intermittent fasting from 12 to 8 you can do intermittent fasting in whatever way that you want it to do and i just hope that a few of these tips and benefits that i gave based on my own experience and based what i saw with other people made you interested in trying it out for yourself so i would also like to if you're going to start trying it out start out simple you know start out not going maybe all the way at first because especially if you're very used to eating um, early in the day or if you're eating constantly eating and um, having a lot of food cravings in general like i had in the beginning it might be very challenging because your body is going to tell you hey something is something is off <laughs> where's my food <laughs> i need my food in the beginning, I would just recommend to build it up over time. As start, for example, by pushing it away an hour from your normal time, or maybe two hours from the time that you normally have your breakfast. And what can really, really help is, is basically a little hack. It's a little trick is to just trick yourself by drinking a lot of water. So only also this helps, especially in the morning, to get rid of those toxins, get rid of those, that waste. But it will also really help to give, the, give your stomach basically an idea that it is hungry even, or that it is satisfied while it is actually not. Because when you fill it up with water, so what I always do is like I just drink half a liter of water like straight away because that fills up the stomach. And then the stomach is like, okay, there's something in there. Um, of course, after half an hour, 40 minutes, it realizes, hmm, he tricked me. He played a game on me. Uh, it was just water, but at least you passed for sure like another half an hour to 45 minutes by not eating. So one of the questions and one of the, um, yeah, maybe concerns that I see sometimes with people is that they're only fixed on this, on this eating window. Because I'm doing intermittent fasting, I cannot eat in certain amounts or I cannot eat after certain times. That's, that's how I should say it. Like that's not what it means to me. Like for me, in a minute, fasting is, has everything to do with just learning to listen to my body. And naturally it goes in a certain pattern of when it's hungry and when it's not. Like when you start and when you stop. So what I've seen with people is that Hey, Kun, I'm starting intermittent fasting and then I went for this bike ride or I went to run, but I was so tired. I had no energy, but yeah, I couldn't eat because I was still doing intermittent fasting. Like if your body tells you that you are properly hungry, if your body lacks energy, eat. Don't stay fixated only on the intermittent fasting because you have a certain window that you need to be eating it. I think the Best part of all of this for me is that I learned to listen to my body, what it needs, when it needs it. I hope that's the main thing that you can take out of it, like that you allow space to clear up for you to tune in with your natural hunger, hunger signals again, to have more uh, mind space and more clarity, less brain fog, 
to just be focused because that's one thing that I really benefited from as well. Like they always say, if you can control what you eat, like that's the first step to control how you think. Like if you cannot control what you eat, it is very hard to control what you think. So if you struggle with those kind of things, it's going to very much help you to overcome. Um, if you have a very busy mind, fasting or intermittent fasting can really help. If you have a tendency to always be thinking about food, always be thinking about your next meal, intermittent fasting can really help. But don't see it as a written in stone kind of approach. It is all about learning to listen to your body, what it needs, when it needs it. And I know that for some people, intermittent fasting works wonders. I'm personally one of them. I love doing it. I've been doing it, like I said, for many years now already. And it's just my intuitive way of eating. But I also know that people really struggle with it. So especially if you have like an eating disorder, I would probably not recommend intermittent fasting because it can feel very restrictive in the beginning. And like I said, you can only eat in X amount of time. And that can make it, for some people, even harder to overcome their eating disorder. Try it out if you're interested in, if you're interested in the health benefits, if you're interested in the um, yeah, aspect of uh, the mindset, I would definitely recommend to try it out. Try out, start out simple, just with a couple of hours eating less. And my best recommendation when it comes to intermittent fasting is to do it the other way around. So not to wait too long into your day, because in a lot of cases, that means you also will be eating a lot later at night, which will disrupt your sleep cycle. So it's way better to start a little bit earlier in the day and finish early in the afternoon, uh, early evening with eating as well because of your sleep cycle. And what I would really like to add to that is as well, like what do you break your fast with? Like this is maybe even more important than the fast itself because when you build up all these benefits and then you're gonna basically undo them with the food that you eat when you break your fast, when, when you have your breakfast, it doesn't really matter what window that is, right? There's, it's always gonna be breaking your fast, whether that means eight hours since your last meal or 24 hours since your last meal. So you wanna be mindful about the things that you put in your body when it is actually at its peak state especially when it comes to absorption of nutrients, when your um, stomach is empty, it is way easier to absorb certain nutrients into your body. So you want to fill it with the right fuel, especially in that moment. It is so important to not immediately go for the heaviest foods first because you kind of like shock your body again. So it's way easier for the body to go with lighter digestible foods first, especially in the earlier morning. If you break your fast you want to fill your body up with vitamin and nutrient rich foods like fruits like vegetables like a juice or a smoothie or just fresh fruits in general like those are the things that will break your fast in the best way and also will be easiest to absorb um, so you get the benefits from the fast and towards like progressing into your day you will eat a little bit heavier meals a little bit more complex meals that are a little bit harder on your digestion so when you break the fast very important to not go for at a super hard 
to digest food and not for the super complex meals but try to keep it easy and something that is uh, light and fresh on the body so colors fruit juices smoothies those kind of things are always good to have for breakfast or after breaking a fast smoothies those kind of things are always good to have for breakfast or after breaking a fast fresh on the body so colors fruit juices smoothies those kind of things are always good to have for breakfast or after breaking a fast fresh on the body so colors fruit juices smoothies those kind of things are always good to have for breakfast or after breaking a fast fresh on the body so colors fruit juices smoothies those kind of things are always good to have for breakfast or after breaking a fast fresh on the body so colors fruit juices smoothies those kind of things are always good to have for breakfast